What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Performance Society podcast. I'm your host, Coach B. In this podcast, we'll be talking to coaches, professional athletes, and other fitness professionals about their training, personal stories, and how sports have impacted their lives. In this podcast, we will talk about their successes, their failures, and their evolution as an overall professional. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, we have fitness coach and sponsored fitness model, Ashley Caligiri. She's going to take us through her personal journey and some life-changing things that made her focus more on fitness. If you guys are interested in following her page, you can check out all the things she offers her clients along with some eBooks and exercise tips. Her Instagram handle is ash underscore Cali, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, today we're with Ashley Caligiri. Uh, she's going to take us through her personal story um, from how she got into athletics with her dad being a professional soccer player into high school to maybe the college she was going to go to on scholarship to where she actually played soccer in college and do some you know personal stories that she's encountered throughout her life. So just want to say thank you for being here and, and sharing your personal journey with us. Yeah, thank go you for having me. Go ahead and uh, you know take us through. Cool. Well, thanks again for having me. I'm excited to be on here. Um, so I guess I'll start off as, you know, my childhood. Um, it was a little different growing up as um, my dad was a professional soccer player. Uh, I traveled the world. Um, I got to just, you know, see, you know, him fulfill his dreams. And um, it was a huge impact on me. And, you know, as a little girl, I just wanted to follow in his footsteps and, um, you know, obviously play soccer. And that was my passion from the get-go. And, um, you know, through that time, I was into horses, too. So it was kind of horses and uh, soccer. And at one point in my life, I had to pick one or the other. And I knew soccer was going to get me through uh, college because, you know, I'm not a dumb kid. But I just saw, you know, school just wasn't my thing. Do colleges have (laughs) equestrian programs you can get scholarships to? Or would they allow you to do both? I'm not sure. Probably, you know, so horses were kind of more my hobby. Okay. And then I kind of had to pick like, which one am I passionate about? Was like want to do career wise or something. And okay. so that's kind of the decision I kind of made as, as far as that. Um, so then following up through, um, school, you know, I made varsity soccer at a very young age or I'm sorry, at a freshman, so I guess still young age. Yeah, so <laughs> um, and then uh, played all four years of varsity soccer. And then um, through that time, I had UCLA looking at me. And it was really cool because my dad played at UCLA too. So um, I already kind of felt like, all right, cool. I'm kind of following his footsteps. I'm kind of like in the right direction. What's your dad's name? Paul Caligiri. Paul Caligiri. Who do you play for? And he played for the uh, U.S. national team. Okay. Um, and he played for the Galaxy. And so he... Um, you know, kind of got famous off of his goal. It was called Shot Heard Around the World. And that goal qualified the U.S. men's national team after 45 years into the World Cup. Wow. So my dad was able to play in the World Cup, uh, two of them. And um, I think I was probably a baby. Uh, my mom was pregnant or something with me at one of them. But um, once I was born is when I kind of, you know, he was playing MLS and then we bounced around and uh, he just, you know, I just, he, he made, he made history and he made history into, um, following his dream. And to me, that was like the biggest thing that I kind of like, uh, that stuck to me was whatever you love to do in life. Like, you know, just follow your dream and you can make it happen, you know? And, uh, I shared the same passion and the same dream with my, my dad and he was my, my role model. So, um, so that's why you're 
very excited when UCLA gave you the offer? Oh, yeah. I was okay. stoked. But then I was also kind of upset because I didn't have the grades. Oh, man. <laughs> and I just wish I would have listened to him a little bit more, um, you know, when he said take school a little bit more serious. So, you know, as you get older, you kind of understand, you know, what your parents are always hounding you about with the books and stuff. But Definitely. Um, you know, there's always another outlook on that as far as, uh, you know, you know, I kind of needed to know what I was going to do with school as well. And I kind of was always felt lost. Like, hey, what am I going to major in? What am I going to do this? Because it's always like school, 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 or I'm sorry, soccer, soccer, soccer. So I felt kind of lost into, you know, do I just focus on like soccer or like, do I need to focus on school and to pick like one, or the other. Yeah. So I ended up going to a junior college, which was the top uh, junior college for uh, women's soccer. And, um, then is when I had, you know, two very successful seasons. I had a lot of scouts looking at me, um, other colleges, but, uh, I just wanted to go to a D one school in California, preferably. Okay. Um, we ended up going to state championships. We, you know, we, we did, we were pretty successful in our, in our, uh, in our seasons. And I loved that school. I honestly wish it was a four year. <laughs> loved my coach, Ian Woodhead. Woodhead. He was a what junior college was this Santiago Canyon college right, right there in orange. Yeah. Nice. Do you guys back to back state champs in women's soccer or we were all right. We were, there you go. Big time. I yeah. see you. You know, we had a kind of no big deal. No big deal. I mean, it was cool. We were actually, um, we would do little scrimmages against, um, you know, D2 schools or stuff like that. And we're actually better than um, some of the teams. We would beat them. And it was crazy because it's like we got, you know, women all over from coming from D1 schools to, you know, maybe my situation from just straight from high school or whatever. So different levels, I guess you should say, of, of women players. Uh, so just the way our team and our chemistry on the field is just like a different type of yeah. Type of game. You still keep in contact with a lot of those teammates? I do actually. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy how like after all the years too, like it's like your second family, I feel like, you know, and it doesn't matter like where or, you know, how long you haven't like spoken to them. Mm-hmm. Just pick up right where you last, you, yeah. you know, last, last were. Team sports. Yeah. So the, the twister was, um, the game changer, I guess in my life is when I finished my second season and I was so hyped into just, I'm going to pursue, I'm going to just, I'm going to make it to the national team. I want to do this. Um, I actually played with, uh, played against Alex Morgan my freshman year oh, wow. in, um, high school. Cause she went to diamond bar high school. I went to Walnut high school. Okay. And so, um, you know, kind of backtracking into like my childhood again, like, you know, my dad and his career. I grew up, you know, with a lot of these other type of players like Kobe Jones and Marisa Sanfregos and um, Ezra Hernandez and Mia Hamm, Brandon Chastain. So I personally, like, knew these people. So all of that was a huge impact on me. So that's, like, all I knew is, like, all right, I need to be in this stadium, like, filled with thousands of people because, one, it's like I'm following my passion and dream. But then I also saw the impact that they they put on other people's lives and like, like kids lives and stuff. And just to like share both of that, like just gives me the chills, like, and then representing like your country at the same time is, it was just a passion of mine. I just, I wanted to do that. I wanted to fulfill that. And so coming out of my second season, I was like, you know what? I have these offers, but the school thing is I'm still kind of confused on like what I want to do and what kind of degree I want to do. And 
screw it. I just want to go like straight to like the big dogs. Like, let's just go try out for the national team, Uh, you know, like ambitious. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, so that was my game plan heading into summer. And I was like, I'm just going to train. Like I've never trained before. Get like my body in like tip top shape, you know, have my dad possibly coach me all these things. And, um, and then I ended up getting a car accident. And so that's when, like I said, the the it was a game changer. Yeah, it was so a total the car accident was a big turning point in your life. Uh, Huge t- turning was, point. Was it a serious accident? Like like what happened? Like, yeah. So to kind of touch on that, I um, I fell asleep and I hit a pole. Um, the whole engine ended up coming to like in my passenger side, and oh. you know I was very blessed to come out alive. Um, so there's a lot of things grateful uh, that I should be that I am grateful for in all of that. But you know. Coming out of that surgery, you know, five hours later and stuff, and the doctor just telling you, you know, soccer is like, it's it's over for you, oh. was probably the toughest thing to accept, um, especially seeing my dad's face, like, right there. It was emotionally, as I'm kind of getting emotional right now, it was hard. It was definitely hard. Um, but you just, it was out of my control, too. So I think, like, that was the turning point for me to literally just ex- like learn to accept things that are just out of your control. And, um, you end up like looking back and reflecting on your life because I had like a whole month to literally sit in a hospital bed, <laughs> you know, yeah. that summer that I had all these crazy big plans for myself, um, to self-reflect and to kind of just say, you know, I think that's why gratitude is such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really can just practice uh, gratitude, you'll see how much you like will really be able to just be grateful for little things that we kind of just overlook. Like one, just waking up, you yeah, know, for sure. and like two, like walking and like three, just the little things around you that, you know, a roof over your head, all these things, or it just kind of helped multiply like my feeling into like being I guess grateful and just happy where I'm at. Like I'm still here alive and kind of looking at it in a positive outlook rather than kind of taking the negative, um, on it and dwelling on that. I really had to sit with myself and, um, just accept like my life at that point and it leading up to that. And, you know, I'm a, you know, I have, you know, believe in God and I just feel like there's a bigger reason, or a bigger plan out there for you and uh, than you have for yourself. And so all of that kind of combined, I just wanted to start sharing my story naturally. And then I just started seeing a bunch of um, feedback from it where it was just like, I was kind of just giving people like, hey, I'm okay. You yeah. know, I had thousands of messages, like people thought I died. And I was like, well, no, I'm here. You know, it was crazy. And then it, you know, kind of got into the media, like on my dad's side. And it was just, it was just crazy. And it was a lot of like, guilt, shame, embarrassment, and then obviously sadness, you know, just dang, like how this happened. You almost feel like you're in a dream until someone kind of pinches you, you know? Yeah. So after the accident, doctor told you, you probably can't play soccer anymore competitively at the level you wanted to at the national level. Right. So you had to do PT. Mm-hmm. Um, you started reading things and becoming more in tune with your body. Is this where you're passion for fitness kind of took off like doing that or have you always been passionate about fitness funny thing is is um 
couple years prior to this car accident, I was like already like a gym freak. <laughs> my dad actually got me my first gym membership at like 24 hour. And I'm like, what are you trying to say, dad? <laughs> He's like, no, it's just, you know, so you can, you know, just another something else just to have. And I think I even asked if I can get a gym membership and he just surprised me with it, but I wanted to get stronger and I wanted to kind of get, you know, be in there and, um, utilize that as, you know, strength conditioning for soccer, you know, for my training. And I was, I was a crazy person. Like my senior year, I would just, after, <laughs> after the, after school, I'd go straight to the gym. And then I, after that, I just head down to orange County. I'd go and practice like, um, for soccer practice. And I have no idea how I did that. Like looking back, I'm like, dude, I, I would not be able to, where are you originally from? Um, I'm from Rancho Cucamonga, So like in Empire area, So you would drive from Rancho to Orange County every day. So Rancho traffic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. SoCal traffic. Don't we love all that? So Rancho to Walnut. Cause I went to high school there. So then from there I would then head down to OC and then I'd come back all the way to Rancho. So, and we practiced three times a week. So I did that three times of the week. And then the other times I was just at the gym. So I just wanted to kind of keep going. And then, then following into college, I was still like a little gym freak. And I started like just really loving just hitting the weights and seeing like, obviously my transformation through it too. Um, but then by the time that I, you know, this all happened to me, coming out of the injuries and, you know, being able to walk again, I was kind of like in a boot and in crutches for a bit. And, uh, what just, kind of injuries do you have? You said you had oh, yeah. screws and staples, like how? Yeah. So I, um, I shattered my left foot, had six, uh, six screws in that foot and about four in my right. Ugh. Yeah. And I just have never broken a bone in my life before. And I was just like, well, I guess I just had to go big on this one. Ash. Oh. But, um, yeah. So yeah, I had to get staples. It was the funniest thing. I remember, last thing I remember um, before I got knocked out is I asked the doctor if I could have dissolvable stitches, and he was just kind of gave me a smirk. I was like, sure, sweetie, of course. And came out with some staples. I was like, what you doing to me, doc? Like, almost passed out when I had to get those things taken out. But, uh, but yeah, so you know, kind of going back on to taking the, po- the positive outlook on what happened was, you know, I just... I knew, you know, it was hard to accept, you know, even to this day, obviously I get a little emotional about it, you know? Um, but again, I'm grateful that I can obviously walk and can do these things that I love. And I just started getting back into the next thing that I loved. And that was the gym. I loved the gym because it made me feel good. Um, and then as I was kind of just sharing my story, this was an Instagram just kind of came up too. Um, I just naturally just kind of wanted to show people like, I don't know what, I don't know what came out of me wanting to do this, but I just naturally wanted to show people like, I guess what you can do from a comeback, you know, or like, Hey, I'm, I'm coming back, you know, somehow I don't know where I'm going with it, but something's going to come out of this because I do believe that there's, you know, there's light at every, at the end of every tunnel. And, um, you know, if God brings you to it, he'll definitely bring you through it type of thing. And, uh, I just, from there started getting like amazing feedback as far as just like, my thoughts, you know, I'd share my thoughts and just where I'm at and just say thank you to the people and just whatever. And they'd just come back at me with like their stories and like what they're going through. And it was almost like I was utilizing like fitness as a tool to like kind of get to people, you know? So kind of going back into like, I had that natural passion and wanting to impact other people's lives. And I, you know, soccer was that and wanted to be in the stadium, you know, filled with thousands of people, all this stuff. It's like, I'm kind of doing that, but now with fitness. And I started to realize that and I started to see that. And I'm like, man, like 
I must, I must have something. There must be something like in this area for me. And, um, I had a, an ex friend of mine or ex-boyfriend, I should say, uh, he blew up like in the fitness industry. He was with shreds and all this stuff. And, uh, I saw what he was doing, him and like Paige Hathaway and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, like I could be there, you know, but I'm over here and like in a boot and crutches and I'm just gimping around right now, but I'm going to be there one day, you know, cause I can see like what they're doing as far as like at that time, like, you know, the influencer part of, uh-huh. you know, everyone that was kind of hopping on that. But, um, I just genuinely wanted to help people as far as just giving them that hope and that strength that I think a lot of people, I mean, all of us, we have a turning point in life, I think, you know, I agree. And I think we kind of like lose that sense of hope and that strength. And, you know, we have choices of either take one route and that's going kind of dwelling on like the negativity, or you can take that negativity and you can really let that, you know, and go in the positive route. Yeah. You know, in my eyes, I feel like in every negative situation, there's always a positive and it doesn't matter like how big or how small it is. You can make that positivity grow. Mm -hmm. But as long as you just remain focused on that and you start to attract, like you start to push that kind of like energy out to like the world, like people start to see that and they're attracted to it because in some type of form they're, they're needing that, you know? And so I just kind of started to see that develop. And, um, I, rem- I remember when you were going through your process on Instagram, I was like, oh, dang. It was like, she's really beat up. And then, <laughs> you know, slowly I would see you start to get better and better and then go to the gym. And then where you came from, for being in the hospital bed to, you know, pushing sleds and doing yeah. battle ropes and all that stuff. And there, I was like, wow, yeah. I was like, she really turned that around quickly. She really Thank turned you. that, you know, negative into a positive. So uh, on your Instagram, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, it's Ash underscore Cali. All right. So if you guys want some inspiration you can yeah. kind of you know follow her page and it's, it's very definitely positive follow you guys and, back and Love workouts that. and things like that but uh yeah i just back to your trans- transformation I, I seen that and i was like i was cheering for you i was just like <laughs> oh what you. is she posting what is she doing today i was like oh she's walking again i was yeah. like all right that's good good for you you know so i was i was uh, very happy to see you walking again especially after your injury and how yeah, serious it was thank you we all you know my family they're such a big blessing. Uh, I love them so much. And all my friends and family, I mean, just like to look at how much, you know, in a situation like that, how much love you have, you know, it's, it's crazy. Just, that's just something that like, I'll never take for granted is just the people that actually love and support you. And I just, if, if it wasn't for all of them, I wouldn't have been able to make it through it either, you know? And then just even just like this, the people through Instagram, I started kind of connecting with too. It's just like, you know, I'm helping them, but they have no idea you're helping me too. You know, it's like, it's like a teamwork here. And, um, at the end of the day, you you always got to kind of, there's always going to be bad in life. You just always got to find that sense of humor to make it, you know, some type of light and just, you know, push that negativity and just fight through it. And like, again, just find some sense of humor and, you know, make something out of it. Yeah, keep it going. So absolutely. I know you were having a hard time trying to figure out where your life was going before your accident. Yeah. Then you went back to the gym. You fell in love with that. Yeah. And then you started personal training a couple of years ago. Yeah. So that was kind of like a natural, I just kind of like fell into that. I had the opportunity, um, with a self-made training facility, um, Which one? in Ranch Cucamonga. Ranch Cucamonga. That was a facility I first started at. And I was, uh, before 
I even had Miguel, the CEO, hit me up a year prior to that. I had the opportunity to actually start, but in the Corona location. But I was just too nervous. Like I was like doubting myself. I'm like, I've never trained anybody. Like I've only trained myself. Like, do I even know what I'm doing? Like all these things. So then like within that year, I started just, you know, kind of taking it like in another level. It's kind of like sat in my head a little bit. It was like a, like a seed that kind of was planted there. And, um, I let that harvest a bit as far as just, okay, educating myself, you know, doing this, doing that, kind of getting more involved than I was before. And then pumping like my, you know, trying to get my content up on Instagram and just kind of doing different things. And I guess I kind of raised an eyebrow with, you know, Miguel and he was like, you need to be like at one of our facilities. And I felt like right then and then like having like the CEO, like hit you up and like say something like that. He clearly sees something in myself that I don't see my, in myself right now. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I got, I think that's a sign from above where I gotta, I gotta take this opportunity. And I, all this like vision that I have in my head, like it's time to throw it up and see what I can make out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I felt like self-made was the perfect foundation for me to start my own business and do all that and uh, become that influencer on another level and become now a trainer and just kind of impact and touch people's lives in a different way. So, um, I, took the leap of faith and I did it. Yeah. And uh, I was actually working. <laughs> this is actually funny. I was actually working, um, like a nine to five job. And, uh, I would like, once like Miguel, like hit me up with that. I kid you not. I would go into work. I wasn't even working. I was like in my little cubicle, like printing out like my pricing, <laughs> hitting up other trainers. Like, dude, like, what do you price? Like, like just trying to get the concept of it. And like, yeah. how am I going to structure this? Like, how am I going to do this? I mean, I like literally would use their computer to just print out all this stuff that I needed for my business. And I think I was like working from seven to four and I was like, all right, from 5 PM to 11 PM, I'm going to just hustle my butt over to like self-made and just get as much content as I can train, like show that I'm training now. So all these clients, and I was like training like my my best friends for like free. And then I think I was like, dude, I kind of need to make rent. Like you just throw me some like hundred dollars a year there too, you know? And then, uh, and then it just kind of like evolved from there. And like I, three months into it, like I ended up getting fired because <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, okay, it's understandable because <laughs> like, I, I haven't really been working, you this know, is from the office job, the office job. Right. Okay. right. Okay. And then at that point too, it's like, I had like, like my, I had enough clientele and income and revenue kind of like coming in yeah. where I could have taken that leap, but it was like, I was scared. So I just felt like God I'm was like, forced. all right, Ash, I'm going to just push you, like kick you in the butt and like, you're, you're good to go and just trust it, you know, okay. just trust that leap of faith. And like, I feel like, I mean, to kind of give anybody out there who's trying to do the same thing, when you start to kind of feel that, or you put, or like you say something like, oh, I just want to get, you know, I'm done with my job. I'm over this. I want to start doing this. Like you better be careful what you like wish for, because yeah. that will come, <laughs> but you just better be ready for it, you know? And like, even if you're scared, allow that scarce to like fuel you, I think. And yeah. I allowed that to fuel me. And when I did, I was like the happiest I've ever been. I was on my own time. I was making my own, you know, money, how my own price, everything was like on my own regimen, how I wanted to do it, you know? And it was amazing. But, uh, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, you definitely make those rookie moves. So, you know, there's been a lot of mistakes here and there, but, uh, definitely. So being at a place like self-made, is it, is it more of a personal trainer environment? Like you bring your clients in to train or do they have like monthly gym memberships that clients just come and work out and you pull from there? Like, how do you build your clientele through your Instagram or through just reaching out to friends of family and friends of friends? Um, like how do you build clientele as a 
say you're talking to somebody that wants to do your business and they're trying to get mm-hmm. into personal training, how would you instruct them? Uh, that's a good question. Okay, so self-made, kind of go back on that. The self-made is a private facility. Uh, it's a non-membership gym. So it's for any type of trainers that do want to start their own business. Um, to get clientele in that People can use various ways. I mean, you can make your business cards, throw them in nail places, do that, you know, flyers, however you want to do it. I took the route of social media because social media, you can literally, like, get to way more, more yeah. many people than kind of just doing the old school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying don't put your flyers or your, you know, your business cards out there, but I think social media was just kind of like my route that I took. Yeah. Um, the content that I was pushing out, you know, the videos, the intriguing, you know, obviously to me, I feel like becoming a trainer on that type of different type of level, you know, you better walk the walk and talk the talk. So it's like, you know, get in shape and become your own marketing tool. Yeah. Um, cause it's like, then again, like, why am I coming to you? Yeah. You know, like, sure. you gotta live it. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, obviously people have different goals and that's where you kind of pick your different trainers and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I took that route and I just, I ran with it. Yeah. What would you say is your demographic of training people like women and men, athletes? Do you do, uh, private training made for soccer athletes too, or just maybe general fitness or, thing. but you know, I've been out of the soccer thing for so long. I but don't, you, you have the name. I, I just, I think I got to get myself back in it. Like okay. the walk, the walk, talk, the talk kind of thing. Go. I feel like I just need to refresh my memory on a lot of things. Um, when it comes to that, the demographic, I would say definitely, um, I train women, um, only mainly for a lot of other reasons is just, I started training some men, but kind of started becoming a waste of my time to be completely honest with you because their motive was in a different area. So what I was like, mean, what do you mean by that? Well, they, well, it's like, okay, like, I was getting, like, men hit me up that, one, they looked, they were fit. So it's like, what are you coming to me as far as, like, what do you kind of want? So I'm like, all right, fine. Like, let's just do this little trial error. You know, let's just see what you got. And then it, then it came into, oh, you know, what are you doing Friday night? And this and that. I'm like, <laughs> okay, enough. Like, this, like, my time's too valuable right now. Like, if I... Like, no, like, we're just not, this is, we're not, we're not going to turn this business into like a personal thing. So, uh, I just enjoy honestly training women anyways, because I feel like I'm more relatable to them and they come to me obviously for, you know, they want to look like me and this, that, or, you know, they love my legs or, you know, they have something from me that they want. And so I want to give, you know, the knowledge that I have to them and to obviously help them get their goals. So, um, I think it's on a more emotional level as far as that. And I love it because it's like with fitness, I get so many people like various type of people that come to me as far as like, you know, I just got a divorce, you know, I'm not feeling this. I'm, you know, or I've always been overweight. I don't feel confident. You know, you're able to help like so many people and so many different types of issues they come with. And then the minute that you start to see that transformation and like their confidence coming, it's like, man, like that's like what I love to do. Like, that's the part that I'm like, heck yeah. Like you're building someone's, you're building someone up from like the inside out kind of thing. And like the results I think are just a bonus on top of it. You know, I think like if you build yourself from the inside out, it's like, that's what it's all about, you know, feeling good wise and getting that confidence and that self booster. It's like fitness helps that. And then it gives you also, you look bomb as well. So it's like, it's a two in one, you know? There you go. Um, but yeah, definitely. It's just, I would say woman, Women. The whole soccer thing, though, definitely I've thought about it. I almost want to start doing something with my dad. I've told him. Yeah. Like, dad, it'd be kind of cool to just start, like, 
something together or, you know, I, I do miss it. I've been out of it. I mean, shoot, to be honest with you guys, I've been out for since eight years, eight years. Wow. A long time. And I think it's just been like an emotional thing for me. Like to just, especially when I'm with my dad, like, you know, he play, he's like now he has his feet in so many different areas, but I mean, he does coach a semi pro team and, uh, just to go to the games too. It's like, I just want to be out there and it just brings back a lot of memories, which maybe I'm still trying to heal from or that I've kind yeah. of covered up, you know, yeah. who knows, but have you ever thought about going into strength conditioning for soccer programs? I have ever doing that or just approaching teams and be like, Hey, I, I do this. I used to play soccer. I can manage all your weightlifting and nutrition. You know, I have, I've thought about that. And that's something that, um, I just want to kind of educate myself a little more on it mm-hmm. and just get into that type of training. And, you know, I always kind of like use my dad as a crutch, like dad, I want my dad with me, you know, like, cause I feel like I just been out of like the whole soccer game itself. I'd rather like, I think train maybe like girls and like actually train like soccer, like per- like private training with soccer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like kind of leave like the whole maybe strength, like strength and conditioning, I think obviously can go with it, but yeah. like the whole weight aspect of it kind of put like have that separate. Yeah. Um, but right now, you know, I'm just, I'm just so focusing on like building my brand. You know, I left, um, self-made about a year ago. And since then, um, I'm now just doing like online. I'm kind of like pursuing that whole, whole deal. And, um, one, because I just want to free my time up to be honest with you, but I do miss the whole kind of one-on-one action too. So thought about kind of going back, but I definitely just want to stick to one thing right now. And so do you offer like online training programs? Mm-hmm. Do you offer like zoom workout at home? Like uh, how do you do so, online training? Yeah. Perfect question. So, um, I actually do online training, online coaching. Um, and all of my, um, exercises have like tutorials on how to do okay. it. So it's kind of like, I'm in like your back pocket and okay. where, wherever you go. Um, but yeah, I think that I have a lot of other ideas that I'm definitely working on, um, topics expand and make it more of a community based. Um, but with that, with those ideas are also kind of, um, gearing me back to possibly going back to self-made. Okay. I just don't want to say yes or no. Cause it's just kind of a, not sure yet. Not sure what you want um, to but I just want my goal is just to be able to kind of touch as many people as I can, as far as like impacting their lives and stuff. And I think with like the online, um, influencer and like the coaching was more of like my niche that I was really loving to do, but I'm also a social butterfly. Yeah. So it's like, I miss that like interaction that I was getting with my clients every day. Cause I swear, like looking back, man, those girls like would make my day. Even if I was like having a bad day, like I would leave like going home and like, man, like I just, I'm so grateful for all these girls that are like always, you know, I like have new friends in my life. There you go. So as much as you were helping them, they were helping you. Absolutely. Like I said, I think it's just a domino effect all the time. Um, you know, and like what you kind of throw out in the universe kind of comes back, you know, it's just a whole domino effect. Yeah. So what do you see yourself doing here in the fitness world in the next three to five years? Do you plan on going like I know you talked about going back to self-made maybe doing things more online more of an influencer um, working with soccer like you have a bunch of avenues you can go have you sat down and you know figured out which route you want to go are you trying to do more like I think right now to be honest with you I'm just trying to build my brand Um, really expand like my name and um, my brand and my business I really want to take that to a whole other level um, I want to get into like more fitness modeling. I do modeling right now, but I, like I said, everything I'm kind of doing, I want to take it to like the next notch. Um, 
So, you know, like I was kind of telling you earlier prior to this, I was out about six months. I had surgery, um, voluntarily surgery. (laughs) Uh, It's nothing with my ankles or anything. And uh, I just, I think uh, now coming back into this, it's like I kind of like, not like come back, but more of like a next version, you know, and kind of imply that to others of like, there's another version of you type of thing. And to, I don't know, throw that motivation and uh, to other people and just this new. is Ashley Callie 2.0 yeah that's what I've been kind of coming up with exactly Ash Callie 2.0 so it's like you know as much as there's a 2.0 version of me there's always a 2.0 version of somebody else too so let's dig deep and kind of get that out and make it something you know make something great out of it so that's always kind of like my motto but I definitely do want to get into you know fitness modeling expanding my my brand um, I think the online coaching thing is something that I'm just really trying to critique and make it as best as I can, because again, I just want to like reach more people and being at self-made. The reason why I left was because I was literally working like 15 hours a day. I mean, I was exhausted and like still then trying to do this whole online thing. And so it's like, you're limited to only how many people you can kind of, you know, get to. Yeah. Um, so you, if you want something to kind of, um, you got to kind of stay focused on one thing, you know, to, yeah. To get that going. Definitely. I know. What do you, what are your thoughts? I know you mentioned before, like outside conversations about maybe doing like a fitness competition or bikini or wellness. <laughs> like you, you, I've never heard of wellness. I've done physique before, but have I, you? I, I have, uh, no way. When? I, they just, like five, five years ago. Really? This, this, was a, this was a long time ago, but I know in that categories, if you want to grow your social media and make more connections, like mm-hmm. that's kind of the route people go. Yeah. So I don't know what your interests are in that or your thoughts on that. Like, what what do you think? Yeah. So, um, man, talk about thoughts. I've been thinking about this for too long. <laughs> I've had a lot of people tell me that, man, Ash, you should do it. Like, you get your pro card and this and that. I'm like, I just don't know if that's even, like, my thing. Um, but then, you know, I had a few friends that are trainers, and they compete, and they're like, Ash, like, the wellness division, I guess it's in between the bikini and is it figure? Physique. Or is it physique first? See, I don't even know how this even goes. <laughs> like, I'm that rookie status. Yeah, I, I never even heard of the wellness. I think it's a figure, and then it so. goes a physique, right? Okay. It goes like bikini, figure, physique. Sure. So I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm right on that, but don't take my word. <laughs> but anyways, it's like the neck. It's like the next one uh, from wellness division because I was like, I have too much um, muscle, you know, bottom half, like my legs and stuff, to be in bikini, and then I feel like I just don't like the look. I'm not, you know, nothing against the woman who do it. It's just for me and my personal, um, you know, image, I guess that I want. I just don't really like, it's just too much muscle for me for the whole figure thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess like it was right in between and they're like, you need to do this. Yeah. Like you definitely get your pro car, this and that, whatever. So, uh, coming back in this 2.0 version and just kind of now coming back into like, you know, training and getting myself in shape. I'm more like, dang, like maybe I really should because I, one, miss being like competitive, like, you know, I got a lot through that with soccer, but it's like, I was just like, I need that, my competitive side's like kind of kicking in now, you know, like no one's like really kind of, I mean, it's been a year, so I really don't know like who's kind of taken over that division or not, but shoot, like if I have something in it, like might as well see like what can, you know, what door will open. Yeah. So this is what's going to happen. You, you're committing now. 
Oh, shoot. And we'll have you back on the podcast come November, December after your first competition. Dang. All right. And, you know, you'll tell us how it went. Let's do it. That's, that's right. some so accountability right there. That guys, means I got to start like right now. It's on record now. So. Well, hold up. Is there like a show in November, December? Sure, like sure now? There, like there shows every all, month. No way. We're on like lockdown right now. Well, there shows every month as soon as the quarantine is out. <laughs> there's going to be shows. All right. So we'll have to come back and like figure out. Like maybe I'll have like a show scheduled by then or something. Yeah, there we go. Well, all right, I'm down. But yeah, I think I think I will do a show or do something different because two point oh, we're committed. Committed deal, knuckles, elbows, elbows. (laughs) So now that you know we have that in the books, as far as building your clientele, obviously that's going to help. Do you plan on owning a gym later, or do you want to fully online eventually? Like, what are your what are your thoughts? You know, it's funny to ask. I just had that conversation with somebody the other day. Um, I think owning my gym would be definitely, like, something um, later on or, like, a wellness center or, like, something like that. Um, I mean, I'm not – I'm definitely open to it. It's just you just don't even know, like, where life will kind of take you as you kind of pursue this journey. Like, it could kind of go – you know, left field, I'm like, dang, I don't even know this opportunity would even open up, but okay, like, heck yeah, you know, and, you know, here I am doing something else, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, like, something like how Katie Hearn did, I don't know if you know who she is, but she's another, like, big, uh, you know, fitness influencer, her and her husband, I love those two, um, but yeah, I mean, she has her own gym, like, all custom, like, with her, like, logo on each of the weights, I'm like, oh, fancy, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, something like I'd probably look into in the near future. Um, but again, I think just building my brand right now is like the main focus yeah. of what I'm like really tuning into and just kind of taking it day by day and then allowing just the future to unfold as I go. Yeah. I, will. I appreciate you. Where can people find you and find your content on Instagram? So uh, just go to Instagram, put at Ash underscore Callie. Uh, I have a YouTube as well. Just uh, search my name, Ashley Kalajuri. And then I'm on Facebook as well. Search my name. There you go. uh, So if you guys want some positive, motivational content, look her page up. It's awesome. She's starting to blow up on Instagram. Thank you. I think you you guys will enjoy the content that she's putting out. But I just want to say thank you for doing the interview and sharing your story. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. People are going to enjoy it. I hope so. Just want to say thank you to my guest, Ashley Kalajuri. If you guys are out in the Inland Empire looking for a good fitness coach, Holla at Ashley. Until next time, I'm out.